COVID-19 has made headlines all over the world since its onset. Though different places have taken more precautions than others, one thing's for sure, and that's everything we took for granted prior to this pandemic, is crystal clear. While most of us sit idle, gruelly waiting for this nightmare to end, it's not an unusual thought to recount all the things you can't wait to do again once this is all over. But will things be as enjoyable as they once were? Has this pandemic forced us to enjoy what we love to do in a different way? Is this an indefinite change in how we'll live? Or are we caught in the midst of a global timeout with no end in sight? What's the Word? The show where we get real responses from real people about real life. Hang with us as we chat with people from all over the world and find out what the word is on the street about some of the world's most common and outrageous issues. Want to get a global perspective? We got you covered on um, What's the Word. Let's go. Hey, what's happening out there? Thanks for joining us for another episode of What's the Word. I'm your host, TJ Reed, bringing you a subject on what is long lost in this sinister year of 2020. Will things ever be the same? Do we want things to go back to the way they were? And how are we feeling this new normal all over the world? Let's find out in this episode. Joining me on the show today is a buddy of mine, colleague, an English gent, the Duke of Dance. Yeah, man. The EMC of the Beijing scene. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> DJ Kel in the house representing Groove Session Fun. Yeah. All right. All right. That's what's up. So, man, this year, I mean, this year was crazy. And we survived. I'm somehow still here, man. I'm still here, <laughs> somehow surviving. This has been the longest year. Yeah. And it's not even ended yet. It's not even done yet. Yeah. yeah. So today, our What's the Word correspondent, Shane, interviewed some people out there and got some interesting feedback. <laughs> so for those of you listening in, let's find out what the world misses most. Hi, this is Brian McManus. I am a Canadian. Hi, my name is Kiz Elias. I'm a Malaysian. Hi, my name is Eli Diaz. I'm from USA. What do you miss most during this period of time? What I miss the most, of course, is my family back home. I've been worrying, like, when can I ever visit home again? Um, what I miss most during this period of time is just regular, normal, human interaction. During this period of time, there's not much I really miss because the virus really, really hasn't affected me that much. Where I am now, no one wears a mask. And pretty much everything is open. The only thing that's closed is the movie theater, which I can supplement using my computer. It's it's quite strange having to go up to someone and, and instinctively try to shake their hand. And there's just an awkward moment. Uh, knowing that it's the COVID-19, you have two scenarios. Either one, the person bites the bullet and shakes your hand back, which is extremely dangerous. Or two, the person just rejects your handshake. <laughs> On a scale from 1 to 10, or in other words, most miserable ever to walking on sunshine, where would you say that you are and why? Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say I'm a, I'm a 7. I would say I'm in the middle. I would say I'm about a 9, only because I don't believe in perfect scores. <laughs> And then there comes a time where you just kind of start dealing with it. You know, you uh, 
you just look at the bad news or you just choose not to even look at the news at all. I would feel so um, vulnerable, let alone having a newborn with me. Like, I have a lot of what-if questions running through my mind constantly. I say that because my current workplace, all I really do is sit in my office and do what I want because it's summer vacation and they need a foreigner here. What's the biggest change COVID-19's brought in your life? A lot of people aren't dealing with uh, quarantine really well. I will say that uh, personally I've picked up way too many hobbies. Uh, one of them being cooking. So cause that's all I got to do. I think there was one day where I cooked about five different meals. That's, that's how bored I was. So. I believe that what I am really, 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 really thankful is just for not taking anything for granted. I would say the biggest change that's brought to my life is, well, my wife. So we're both enjoying this time. We're sitting here doing nothing and getting paid for it. You can't beat that. <laughs> doing nothing and getting paid for it that's what i'm talking about man <laughs> <laughs> i know right i mean brian i guess brian from uh from canada i mean he's he's in heinen island i guess right and he's enjoying life looks, by the sounds of it sounds like it yeah it looks like covid apparently forgot about or missed yeah his whole island so i think i need to go there man <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up man. you know eli from the u.s he made a, a interesting point about like um, handshakes man i mean that's just something that we do in the States. Like when you meet somebody, you greet someone, you, you, you shake their hand. That's right. Yeah, us as well in the UK. Yeah, yeah, we always do that. It's almost, I mean, even though we have the virus, it's hard to stop somebody from doing it because it's so natural. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and if you don't shake someone's hand or when they extend their hand and you just kind of look at it, and I've done it myself. I've looked at them I'm like, come on, dude, really? Are you out of your mind? It's yeah. Bad. And it's like, okay, maybe, maybe he didn't get the memo. Yeah, know? yeah. I think now... With the elbow pump, I think this is kind of something that's. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad people are doing that because it's like it kind of gets you out of that hot seat. Like, okay, I gotta shake this person's hand. Yeah, yeah. You can just kind of stick your elbow out. Yeah, I've seen that. I didn't know it was actually a thing, but uh, <laughs> I did start doing it with a few people. Like the guy had his elbow out. I'm like, yeah, yeah what are you doing? And I was like, oh right, right, right. Okay, okay, cool. And then yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, high fives and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, ooh, where have your hands been? You know, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> so it's just, it's just a really weird weird time you know Cassilius uh from uh Malaysia she also brought up a really interesting point and that's like visiting home like me I haven't been home since 2018 okay and I've been wanting to go home like um this year and see yeah. my family but it's like I can't like if I leave then you know well one I won't be able to come back to work that's right that's right you know where you know I'm you know here in China and like being home it's like yeah with this COVID thing you know you don't know what you know what the status is is it uh is it under control I mean according to the media you know, the reports it's not you yeah know? every time I turn around that that toll just just keeps on climbing man 15 million yeah you know, 16 million this week yeah and so, I'm actually in, in the same position because um I would be going home at Christmas this year as usual, I go back every year, but because of the virus, it's kind of best not to. And oh, like yeah. you said as well, I mean, if you leave, what about if things get worse and then you can't come back or yeah. you'll have to quarantine and all that. And it sounds like a real pain in the ass. So. Oh yeah, it's two weeks. It's two weeks, I think, uh, when you get to where you're going. And once you're in these hotels, no room service, no visitors. You can't even come out. That's like being, it's like being in jail. And yeah. Then- 
And from a glance, it may seem like a vacation. You yeah. Know? But give it about 24 hours inside of a room, inside of a shoebox. Yeah, know? yeah. You'll probably start sticking mirrors out of the door just to see what life is like outside of that hotel room. Yeah, you know? madness. Start knocking on the wall to communicate with others who are quarantined. That's right. And if you broke your phone, that, that would be it. So, yeah, you know, yeah. may want to make a noose out of the bed sheet. <laughs> And I think when you come back, you got to quarantine again. And that's, yeah, that's they, a whole month, man. Yeah, they don't cover it. You have to pay out of your pocket. That's and, right. That's and I right. think these hotels are like kind of expensive too. It's like holding people against their will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a tight guy like me don't want to spend no money like that, man. Forget that. Yeah, On man. top of the plane ticket as well. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you got to factor that into yeah. your vacation plan. You Trust, know? man. What about like kids? Like, um, I know that uh, Cassilius also mentioned that she mm. had a newborn this year. And that must be a nightmare to just have a, a child and not... Not know if the kid's gonna get you know get infected because at that time at the, in the beginning of this year nobody really knew it was like yeah. you know if it was something that you know only affected older people or younger people right. now we're seeing that it, it doesn't you know it's, it does it's not discriminatory it, it's yes yeah. anybody yeah. yeah anybody it wants and um i would have thought when you're a kid you know your immune system's much more sensitive so mm. you know when kids have uh, any kind of disease it's easy for it to get worse with kids yeah. so you really have Chicken to pox and yeah. measles and all that right yeah you really have to shelter them you know mm. especially because so many people have passed away already so right. it's uh it's a very difficult time if you have children yeah yeah you got kids too right yeah and um it affected my relationship with my kids as well oh. um so right now we're in china and um there was a period between when it started which was around january i think yeah and june july which was about five months where i didn't see my kids because of this virus wow which was um like the longest five, ever that's five months right five whole months that's almost half the year wow. i didn't see the kids and then when i finally saw them i swear down man the smaller one because i got i got two kids the guy grew man like personality <laughs> changed and i'm like nah, wow he's, he's like an adult man he's pissed off man he's probably thinking you're a deadbeat <laughs> growth spurt <laughs> yeah man i missed like a stage of his uh growing life i mean what would you say i mean is the top thing that you miss you know from this period of time i mean since all of us kind of have to make concessions because of this yeah. pandemic what would you say you miss the most um okay there's a few actually so as we mentioned um being connected with my kids was a, a bit of a big one yeah because you know they're, they're your kids but the other one because i'm well into the gym you know i'm like a gym you know freak yeah you yeah. know so I missed the gym for four months. I actually put on quite a bit of weight, like a lot of people did, man, <laughs> yeah. because um, I didn't have any equipment at home. Yeah. And um, I was just chilling at home because we couldn't really go that many places outside because yeah. it was at its worst. So I was just at home. I was just like watching TV, watching movies. Uh, Getting a beer quite, belly? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> bigger than it had been for a long time. Let, let's just say that. So oh, it, it was just a relief when I could actually get back to the gym again. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's huge for a lot of people, especially for me. I'm, you know, you know me, I'm a gym rat. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, I, I ended up buying a gym for my apartment. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm working, you, you I'm working out at home, you know. But, yeah, just, <laughs> and I got to reflect what O'Brien from Canada said, you know. I mean, I, I, I like the movie theater, you know. I like yeah. going in and watching, you know, flicks, but... You know, they block off this row and that row and they're yeah. trying to social uh, distance it. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not I'm not really feeling it right now. You know? Yeah. It's not it's not the same when there's not much um, of an atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so anywhere with crowds has been affected, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like even in the UK, um, I'm, I don't think you're into soccer football. But um, right now, because of the virus, um, most almost all the grounds 
are actually empty when the uh, players are playing. So it's like oh, empty stadium. Yeah, and yeah. even watching it on TV, it just feels like it's a training match. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's a real game. It's, yeah, uh, most professional sports are like the NBA is yeah. like that. Like no, there's nobody in the stands. So it's yeah, kind of weird. It's weird, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can hear what the players are saying, and that is just. what would you say is like the biggest change that this thing has brought in your life like i know for me because things are so fickle with employment and like um, obviously if your employment's affected everything is like you know you got to watch your money a lot more yeah yeah. so i feel like i I save a little bit more and i'm I'm putting putting a lot of money away for you know in in case things get worse and but what about you um well for me um one good thing to come out of it i guess is that I actually have more time to think about other things that I couldn't think about before. Just like my career and um, to make some plans as to what I want to do in the future. Mm. So that was one good thing because actually I had never really thought about it clearly before the virus came. So um, that's one plus. And yeah, just like you say about saving money, because I haven't actually been able to travel anywhere, I guess the only good thing about that is that uh, I do save some money. So um, Mm. they're the two big ones, I'd say. But uh, on a kind of lighter note, a lot of people can't actually go out anywhere, so they can't work. Mm. So a lot of like husbands and wives have actually stuck with each other during this time. (laughs) (laughs) There's been like a this statistic, right? The divorce rate's gone up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting. Oh yeah. I feel like you see a different side of that person. You know, if you do, if you had that time to like go to work, be like, okay, babe, I'm going to work. I'll see you later. Yeah. You've been getting on my last nerve, but yeah, after work. I'll probably forget about it. You know, we'll have dinner. That's right. But, you know, you're grill to grill with this person all day. Yeah, the whole day. day. Yeah. I, mean, I just lost my job, so I'm pissed off about that. Yeah, yeah. And then you're, you know, you, you're on your thing and you're, you're writing me about this and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's almost like all those, like, underlying issues are to the fore because they, they're together the whole time where at least if you're going to work from nine to five, you have that breathing space. You think, at last, I don't have to deal with this woman. Right. So can I say what? <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, men can be annoying as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you know what? And also, I think it depends on the size of your apartment. Because if you got like a, a one room or one bedroom, oh yeah, you don't yeah. have your space. Oh when yeah, you, when you are annoyed and it's like, man, no, we 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 march into the the divorce office. Oh, right so, now. so true, so true. Yeah, man. <laughs> so- yeah, man. Like in a small space, and there's two people who yeah. are on each other's backs, man. That must be, yeah. But yeah, this year there was a there was a, a bit of a sore in, in the divorce compartment this year about yeah. that. So it's just very interesting year, and um, I think that um, hopefully. As things get better, I mean, we may see. I mean, maybe, I don't know if those people will get back together again. Maybe it was just like the heat of the moment kind maybe. of thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, there's so many issues, you know, around all that. So we'll, we'll see if, mm. when, you know, yeah, things yeah. Get, get better. Well, that's a <laughs> a bit of a revealing revelation there. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But what about our participants? Let's ask them a few more questions about this year. What's the best thing that's happened to you during this time? Best thing, which is, <laughs> um, this is a confession, which is doing things i never done before, which is working out. The best thing that's happened to me during this time is that it allowed me to think on projects that I've been wanting to do, but never really had time to do them. Do you think what you enjoy doing will be unfazed by this thing, or will things change forever? It's not that bad. It's not the worst it could possibly be. This could be like a Hollywood movie post-apocalypse situation right now, and it's not. Everyone been talking about this new normal, like um, 
Where's your mask? Is the new? How are you? And then not having one feels so incomplete. Or is it just me? <laughs> no, things really haven't really changed too much. I'm pretty unfazed by it. The only thing that really bums me out is not being able to go to the movie theater. <laughs> Seriously, do not understand why some people can still argue, like demanding their rights, not wanting to wear masks. Like, seriously? Can you see a silver lining of some sort in all of this for you? And what about the world? First silver lining I'd like to say is I'm I'm all about the bad news. First is that the world is going to change. I don't think it's going to go back to what we knew as normal before this. Silver lining, yes, it's allowed me to focus a lot more on my side business and actually develop into something that's going to work. Because it's an online English school and it's perfect right now. Because most of the schools are still shut down and parents want their kids to still learn. So it's ideal. Be grateful for every second you get to spend with your loved ones because you know what? Life is so very precious. There's a silver lining in work. Uh, the way that we see work is getting more versatile. So I am looking forward to being able to work at home in my slippers while sipping coffee. <laughs> Do people from your country share a similar sentiment about this situation? Alright, so I'm from Malaysia and this pandemic has brought Malaysians, you know, every each one of us closer together, you know, from the government to the frontliners to the activists to the public. Back in Canada, they're actually fairly laid back. So it doesn't really affect them too much, but being on lockdown does, they think it kind of sucks. So I will say that for a long time now, especially in the COVID-19, there's been a very obvious split in the country and the way that people see things. And it's it's like two extremes, right? So you get two different extremes. You get people who are just like, this thing is a lie. It doesn't exist. And they choose to live in their reality where they never get sick. They don't have to wear a mask, even though most places you're required to wear a mask, but they refuse to wear a mask. And then you have the other half who are who have chosen to lock themselves in their cave <laughs> because it's never going to be normal again and they see the outside world as dystopian. Do it right now. Hug someone you love a little tighter today. Be grateful for every second you get. I get, you know, as far as my friends go, I get anything from, oh, it's all a lie, this is all conspiracy, I don't have to wear a mask, don't wear a mask, you know. And then I get other people who basically come out wearing garbage bags as hazmat suits. Garbage bags for hazmat suits, man. <laughs> I mean, what do you think, man? Do you think things are ever going to be the same after this thing? Um, I think it's going to take a few years for things to, you know, eventually get back to, com- well, some sort of normal. I'm not too optimistic for the next few years, at least. Handshakes are definitely out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no handshakes. No hugs. Yeah, no hugs. And masks. I think masks are here 
forever. Oh man, I, I really hope not. I really hope not because I hate having to wear it. Really, really. You think that's a Western thing, man? Because I feel like out here, since I've been to Asia, like right. people just wear masks for uh, you know a lot of different reasons. But back home, people aren't having it, man. They're just they're not hearing it. Like they don't they don't care that there's a pandemic. Yeah, they'll go into your business establishment. They'll just walk in, not wearing a mask. Yeah. And they'll fight with you. And even possibly kill you to, you know, for making them wear a mask. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, uh, I think Western mentality is, you know, it's my right to not wear the mask, so I'm not oh, going to wear man. one. That's the kind of uh, mentality that people have, like, in the UK, for sure. I'm sure America's kind of similar. Oh, yeah. But I've been in China for 12 years, and you're right. I mean, people are, not everybody, but a lot of people always wear masks anyway, for whatever reason. Yeah. And where we are, it's, um, I think a lot of it's just because of the pollution. I mean, it's not as bad as it used to be, but yeah. a lot of people will still wear masks for that reason. So I think because of that, even having to wear a mask now is kind of okay for most people because they're used to that. Right. So it's not a big deal for them. And it's just, maybe it's a cultural thing too, just being collective versus individual, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, um, in the West, a lot of people are, you know, they'll purposely want to rebel. If you tell them to do something, they'll just purposely <laughs> yeah, rebel. Even, yeah. if, even if it's not a bad thing, you know, they'll say, oh, I'm not going to do it because you told me to do it. Right, yeah. right. I think there's a bit of that that rebelliousness in, yeah, in, I think in so. Western culture. Yeah. If I think if this vaccine stuff actually works, then things could get better. I mean, I'm just trying to be optimistic, you know. Yeah. I'm not taking no vaccine, but... <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I know your stance on that one anyway. I mean, to be honest, I'm don't, I don't really want to take one. I don't think I need one because I'm a healthy guy. And I'm, if I have the choice to take it or not, I would not. I think Eli um, raised an interesting point about, you know, the non-believers. You know, non-believers, right? Uh, I know this kind of uh, mentality. Well, conspiracy, well, in, in this conspiracy context, thinking. yeah, just like there is no COVID. Like, yeah. This whole thing is just some sham <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, or just, you know, the government has concocted and they're just trying to get over on us, man. <laughs> All the numbers, deaths, it's just a scam. Yeah. It's just a nasty cold. <laughs> Just drink some sanitizer. We'll be all right. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't have much doubt in my mind. Herd immunity, man. That's that's, that's another stance. Yeah. You know, just, just get it. And then if you survive it. But then I've heard that there's also people who have gotten it twice, which is crazy. It's like it's getting stronger with time to the point where it might even be incurable. Like herpes. Just like, I thought I was cured. And it's like, uh-uh, baby. We're going to be together to the end. So that means there's the mutations, man. So that's that's something else that kind of makes me second guess this this vaccine stuff. Okay, like okay, yeah, you're vaccinated for this, but okay, if it mutates, then then what? Then then what? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Another one for a lot of uh, single people like myself. Oh, uh, this did affect me. You can't really meet anybody. You can't really. Yeah, yeah. You can't go. You obviously you can't go out to have a drink. Yeah, because the bars are yeah because of the crowd issue, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and also you know, girls are clever, man. All right, you you say yeah, let's go out on a date, and then she'll make some excuse about the virus. Oh, the virus is about I can't go nowhere. I'm like, come on, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, because because you know I'm a guy in it. I'm like, come on, man, let's just meet up, man. Or maybe she's trying to dodge getting that virus, man. (laughs) I mean, right now, that's a pretty valid reason not to meet. Stop making these excuses. <laughs> so, you know, um, this can be a bit of a problem. And, you know, it's a lot of rain checks this year. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, if even if you are successful on the date, you know, you might want to go back to your place, her place. Mm. And, uh, hey, man, tread softly. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you guys could pass each other that new COVID, that new strain. <laughs> you think? Be stuck with it. 
you know, um, a lot of places are off limits because of the virus. Oh, so, yeah. You can't even bring people like uh, there was a time where they were checking every person that was going into a right. certain apartment. Right? Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, you can't really bring visitors, guests, you know, can't get intimate in that private space. <laughs> have to do it outside. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's from a single perspective. Yeah, but I think um, all guys can relate to this, um, especially during this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. All single guys, anyway. Yeah, yeah, most deaf. And the dry spell of 2020 continues. <laughs> Kel, thanks for sharing, brother. Sweet, man. It was uh, nice to be here, man. Hey, man, and, uh, thanks for doing this with me. Shout out to Eli from the U.S., Brian from Canada, and Cassilius from Malaysia. Couldn't have done it without you guys. I'm TJ Reed. You guys are an awesome audience. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Feel free to message us on your thoughts and questions via email or voice message. And guys, we love comments and ratings, so spread the word. Listeners, be advised that views and statements made are for entertainment purposes only and do not in any way reflect the beliefs of our organization.